intro, intro, bump, 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 intro. This stuff is never necessary. You know, we can just start, we can just start talking. Yeah, we can just, hey, everybody. No, we shouldn't do, why are are you talking? First of all, never, ugh, and third, ugh, and fourth, there's no fifth, but. Hi there, asininers. Are you like like hosting a kid's show? No, I still like asininers. Asininers is a great term. I don't like the way you're talking. What's wrong with the way I'm talking? I don't like the way your face makes sounds. Well, that's not a very nice thing to say. Are you gonna like bring out a puppet and like (laughs) have it deliver mail? Damn, I wish I had a sock around right now. Um, anyway. If you had a sock around your computer, if you had a sock around your computer and you put it on your hand, I would never speak to you again because that sock is disgusting. Let me find one. Just um, fuck you. This right, episode so this is, is great. This is B We're, Dave. Yeah, B Dave Walters. Uh, you you may know him as Chief, the Chief. He was he uh, recorded uh, uh, that that wonderful role with us doing uh, Stage or Danger when we had our and show he was on amazing Google in Center, that. Which if you haven't seen that, uh, you can go to asininewisdom.com slash watch. Uh, and that was in uh, season three, if I recall correctly. I don't it'll, even. It'll be, I have no idea. You'll see a picture. You'll see uh, when you when you have the choice to choose seasons. You'll see the picture of Daryl and I uh, with mullets, and or well, you with a mullet and me with sunglasses and a mustache. Right. So click on that one. And it's if in you when you have a chance to choose seasons, never, never, never choose parsley. Uh, so B Dave's on this episode. <laughs> Seasoning. What are you talking about? I, I I don't I don't even know what to say. This is a great episode. We talk about wrestling. We talk about video games. We talk yeah. about movies. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Karens. Yeah. We'll uh, give you a, a, a spoiler if you haven't seen uh, Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix movie. But at this point, if you haven't seen it, I don't really think you care about it being yeah. spoiled. And if you um, have seen it, you probably don't care. Yeah. Also, if you haven't seen um, this year's WrestleMania, we have a spoiler for that too. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have ever played, haven't played every video game, there's going to be a couple spoilers in the video games. Yes. Yeah. Also, no, if you're um, a Karen, spoiler, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, also, like surprise, surprise, more technical difficulties in this because it's just not asinine wisdom without technical difficulties. Um, my internet crapped like out right out the in the last middle couple of, it. of technical. Yeah, they're they're both mine. Well, at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd like to point out that I haven't done anything wrong yet. Okay. Um, technically. Technically. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it, uh, it, you know, we're figuring it out and uh, just trying to trying to do the best we can. So, like, if you if anyone's had issues with like the 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 audio quality or anything like that the past few episodes, that's why. But just uh, if you've had <laughs> issues with it, you can at Jake Bennett uh, and and tell him he's um, uh, yes at Jake Bennett. Jake Tweet G. Bennett. That person. Jake G. Bennett. <clears throat> and tell him he's a piece of shit. Anyway, you and can like uh, also emoji. you can also contact Daryl at the following address. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're gonna cut out that part, right? Six don't four you? Nope. two zero. No. Is that even right? I don't think no. <laughs> Not even close. 
That's the only thing I have going for me is that you're stupid and like uh, you can't remember things. I have it written down here. Let me pull up uh, Google you Maps. You do not have my address written down. You haven't. I totally have it, it saved in Google Maps. Yeah, I'm sure you have it saved in Google Maps. I have never seen you write something down in my life. Yeah, I wrote down the the name for this uh, episode. Uh, I think we're gonna go with uh, prison chickens. <laughs> It was too good to it was too great. good to pass That was up. the funny bit. If All you right, have let's, any let's ideas for Shut up. Yeah, well, well hold on. If you have any ideas for topics or people you want to see on or anything like that, email us asinewisdom at gmail.com. That's ASI9 wisdom at gmail.com. Also check out our website, asininewisdom.com. That's ASI9 Wisdom at gmail.com. So yeah, go check that out and enjoy this episode with Bedave Walters. He's not gonna like that. That's how you say it. He's gonna he's gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> Warning. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are solely those of the hosts and guests, and do not reflect the actual views and opinions of the hosts and guests. This serves as a disclaimer that no one holds these opinions, nor should anyone hold these opinions. Listener discretion is advised. I got the. Where's your shirt wearing, say? Hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. <laughs> yep. How you fellas doing? Man. Hey, right, man. You know, kids and COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um, Daryl. Uh, yes, sir. Right, what the that. fuck? Look at Where that. Did you get that? What? Mm-hmm. That's like what? our first shirt. Yeah, man. I just want you to know. It was, there, it was like, oh, gee. <laughs> Where did oh, you get gee. that? From right Vince? Him. Yeah. From, that's yeah. right. I forget you knew Vince. Or no. Well, it, he's it's not dead. right. Huh? What? He's not oh, yeah. dead. So I, I thought for a second that you were like, he's undead. I was like, what? Let's, yeah, let's yeah. destroy yeah, Vince. It's a tank pseudo lynch. <laughs> um, no, when, when I first came to town, um, I almost taught martial arts there, like right, right. right when I first, this would have been like 03, 04, like one of the very first things. I that was done. one of his first year. That was one of his first years operating out of, what was it, Creation Station or whatever? Yeah, like near in North Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it just, it, it didn't line up. Like we talked a few times and I came in a few times, but just the scheduling didn't line up. But he Honestly, gave me the shirt and that's, <laughs> and then when you mentioned it, I was like, hey. Hilarious. Anytime you nice. want to come by, I mean, you know, when when it's all said and done, anytime right. you want to come by, when the apocalypse <laughs> ends, when we like go back, when we go back to meeting together, you know. I know, but you guys forget. How old are your kids? I always forget. They're nine and twelve. That's right. Two, They're two like little girls. The same, almost same age as mine. Mine. Yeah. yeah. Like my, that, that's. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yours are way more girly than mine. Mine would never. My my eleven year old will not like. She's just now coming into that. But she's still not painting nails or anything like that. But my eight-year-old would paint his nails first. <laughs> mm. I, uh, I yeah no, it is basically the exact same exact yeah. same uh, gap. I um I ended up growing these like crazy werewolf fingernails. I'm probably gonna explain <laughs> this again at some point in this just because people are like, are his fucking nails painted? I ended up growing these like crazy werewolf nails. They look beautiful. It was thank you. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna cut them off. But it's like a novelty. It's like holy shit, look at my hand type thing. 
and the girls were like, can we like cut and paint them? And I, and I was like, do you have any purple nail polish? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, it's a sparkly purple nail polish. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> and so I let them paint them. And I got so many compliments on my fucking painted nails. <laughs> that now it's become a thing. And this this week, it's uh, they're cherry red. So that's, that's where we are. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I didn't mean I didn't mean to get us off track. No, that's we got that's pretty track. much the whole this show. Is, this is the show. Is on yeah, track is, before we're on like, track. we don't we don't really actually ever get around to the topics. I mean, you you forget, for dear listeners, I am a veteran of the hallowed halls of <laughs> Asinine right. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. I, I even played the chief. I, I, these boys make me very proud. That you is see where they went in life. That is still, to this day, one of my favorite things I have ever done. My my, fa- my, favorite, my favorite moment is when you pulled the badges out of your hat. <laughs> And, oh my the, God. and Jake and Jake goes so warm, and like you could just see that like I'm just barely holding it together. Like I oh, had yeah. to look you, down in a way. You turn trying not to break, but that whole oh my God, yeah, you taking those out of your hat was so funny. Oh man, that was so great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, we had this whole we had that's... this whole plan. Mm-hmm. For a second one, where the the idea, if we had gotten another season with the same kind of budget as we'd had for that, the idea that we had was that we were going to shoot a prequel to Stage Your Danger, <laughs> where it, where our dads were in <laughs> Vietnam with the chief, <laughs> and we were going to do it Band of Brothers style. <laughs> That's the plan. You, you know, so what you're saying is, uh, dear listeners, we need this podcast to blow up. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The how's your crowdfunding major. going? Because oh we want to pick your brain about that. Oh man! Hey man, I I've, I've funded I donated one by the way. Novel. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I've crowdfunded one graphic novel, and and we're on the way with the documentary. It's it's been it's been good times. It's been good uh, times. What what? I mean, just to like, I mean, to unshamelessly plug it, like what brought mm-hmm. it on? Like what made you, oh. I mean, besides current events, obviously, but you like. Know, besides like the world. The world. But like, I mean, were you just like sitting there watching CNN and you're like, fuck it, I got to do something. Uh, well, little, little, little uh, background for those of you that don't know who I am, B. Dave Walters, hi. Uh, and one of the an old vet of Geek and Sundry, you know, we, we've done each other's shows a bunch of times. And uh, mm-hmm. I am crowdfunding for a documentary called Dear America from a Black Guy. Uh, it's pinned at the top of my Twitter at B. Dave Walters. You could also go to Indiegogo and search for it and find it, you know, where, wherever fine crowdfunding links are shamelessly hawked. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just trying to bridge bridge the gap and have a conversation. And he, honestly, to tell you the truth, the idea first came up a couple years back with um when the Ferguson riots first started, right? And then oh, right. like and like Black Lives Matter first became a thing. And I right. very much was like, yeah, but what kind of person would argue against that? You know, <laughs> like smash what kind cut of surely two? no one, <laughs> <laughs> surely oh smash cut too. The, the um, innocence of my youth there, you know, yeah. and uh, you know what kind of what kind of person here is like save the whales, and you're like nah, you know, <laughs> um, it, it is, fuck those whales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So again, yeah. folks, save the whales does not mean fuck the dolphins, and uh, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it it is it is unless just, it's the football team, in which case, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, definitely means that. Yeah, no, but they take care of that themselves. Um, and, no, it, it just snowballed and you know recent events of of 
you know, gestures broadly at everything. And I was like, it just, we just need to be able to talk, not some bullshit, all lives matter, false equivalency. I am not that dude. But at least, like, hey, you're a person. I'm a person. Can we just can we just start there? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I so. mean, it, now it I want a T-shirt like, that yeah. says "Save the Whales" doesn't mean fuck the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I want yep. that on the shirt now so bad. Oh yep. my god. <laughs> no, yeah. but that's that's great. I think it's a I think it's a a great idea and anything you know. I mean, that's. One thing that we've been trying to do so far with this re 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 revival of Zionism <laughs> is just is trying to do that same thing as maybe you know either I mean our 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 listeners are pretty on par with what we think and feel politically anyway. and yeah yeah politically and beautiful well informed um, people. Yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> you I don't know about I don't know about beautiful. <laughs> you know, seen, the I've, opposite I've seen, of what we are. I've seen a couple, yeah. and they're they they've got like I don't know some some sort of like <laughs> clothy hey you guys vibe. Uh, Baby Ruth, did you say frothy? No, slothy. Oh, okay. I was like frothy, like they have. Yeah, just questions. bubbles. A lot of yeah. bubbles. It's like, have you ever put like just vinegar and hydrogen? Breathe, some bubbles yeah. come out. Vinegar like a, and baking like soda. A, like a sea sponge every just time a, they breathe. Just a, a very moist demographic. <laughs> <laughs> the real, the real viscerally, you know? Yeah. It's got a real oh. texture to them. Oh, man. That's our guess. But, they have a texture to them. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're kind of trying to ask the stupid questions so they won't mm-hmm. you know if that makes mm-hmm. sense is what we're um but no man i think i mean that's that's great i mean everybody you know mm. it's it's well it's still frustrating to see where some people are just seeing others step up where they can yeah has just been it gives you hope well and we yeah. you know We've so far this season, we've been able to, uh, we've been trying to schedule only black guests on our show. Is like that's been one of our goals this season. It's just a matter of like, you know, scheduling. But so far, so good. We're four episodes in, which we're trying to do a a few more episodes this season. But like, so far, so good. Uh, We've had black men and black women, and, uh, and we're, you know, like, and it's been really great conversations about Mm -hmm. like, and we still like have like fucking stupid, normal conversations that we normally have along with some really like great things and like yeah a lot of great resources have been like named and stuff like that so and it's good because i think it pushes jake and i who our default is to like we want to get back to being funny and just kind of laid back like bros because we're just kind of dudes you know Mm -hmm. we're both man (laughs) children well i mean we're just like man children dudes you know yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but like you know and so like we want it but we don't want to get back to the sake of comedy Mm -hmm. and and sort of like poking fun at everything at the expense of something else yeah like you know we like we like to we like to punch up we want to punch up yeah you know and that's why you know even the bit of the show is we always try to take the piss out of ourselves more than 
you know anybody yeah. else and, and i don't know you, i don't i don't know if you guys realize you're one of the highest trending high five gifts uh especially like a, on giphy oh, like really? the, if you search high five it's one of the times where you try to high five and miss like badly because they're all <laughs> oh times my god that's amazing it's, it's either high five or epic high five but you oh, guys are like, like very high up on the list of two of you yeah we no but i think that's important. we don't like I to think, brag but uh it's, we're, it's, we're rated high on giphy it's not it's not cocky right. when you back it up yeah but uh, but i mean i i think i think laughter is healing i think that is the purpose of comedy is mm -hmm. to say mm -hmm. things you know that that you know you can't say in another medium and you know again it's fine to laugh it's necessary to laugh it's yeah. just um like you said i think it just doesn't need to come at the expense of some things so, yep see I we sure are epic high five epic high We're five yeah. there oh there we are yeah um, uh, what is that liz lemon liz lemon Yep. We're in good yeah. company. We are mm -hmm. in good company. Because mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. I, I, I use a lot of epic high five gifts for things nice. with people. And that's, that's why I, I see it all the time. God, I hope you don't use that. <laughs> oh, I have. Believe me. It's very <laughs> oh, self indulgent because I can yeah. be like, I know these. Yeah. I know these idiots. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, it's, uh, no, you guys, you guys are doing the Lord's work. And also, I would just say to you, dear listener, it's fine to want to just relax and watch Netflix. And like, if you're in a place where it's legal, smoke some weed, to play mm -hmm. with your friends. Just you know what? Relax. Even if it's not legal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that. Also, uh, FBI analyst that followed my NSA analyst. I did not say that. I'm not yeah. encouraging anything. It's I'm on lots of lists. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it's just, you know, it, it take a breath when you need one. It's like a football game. You got to come out and sit on the bench every once in a while, but the game goes on. And when you can't, you get back in. That's all. Right. Yeah. Relax. Good point. You're, yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You're a human. You're, you're allowed to. And we're in a time of unprecedented, like, mental and emotional and economic stress. Like, nobody knows. Like, this has never happened before. Yeah. The, what's happening to us. So never. you feel how you feel. And it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, that was what I was talking about with my dad. I mean, even I think it was like a, even a month or two ago who he's a he's a, a now retired history teacher and well-deserved retired because he'd done it for 50 plus years. And, you know, it's one of the things we were talking about was I was like, Dad, how does it feel to be living in a point in time that has never been like any other point in time in history and mm -hmm. he's like i hadn't really thought about that before he's like you're exactly right this is i was like yeah this is i was like th this this chapter in history books for kids is going to be a real bitch like this yeah. one's going to oh my is, god <laughs> this is yeah. a real girthy chapter in, I uh, somebody <laughs> said, history uh, future history teachers make sure the chapter on 2020 is an open book test exactly. it's just like it's insane did you see that they found like some blue light coming from the bottom of the ocean too? Yes. And they also found a sealed cave with species that we don't, I'm like, don't open, don't open that. No, just leave like, it. Just leave God. it. Save it. Did y'all learn this, nothing this from like, Indiana Jones? This, leave it alone. This year has been so crazy. The Pentagon, the Pentagon has confirmed aliens are real. Yep. Yes. Twice. Yeah. And it wasn't even the biggest news of the day right. when that happened. You know, yeah. and we're like, oh, oh, all right. It's, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. if, if this were a TV show, we would all no. stop watching it. We'd be like, what happened We'd with the like, murder hornets? Like, what the, what the fuck happened with that? Like, what? Right. This, this yeah. is more hodgepodge than a writer's strike in the middle of Lost. Like, mm -hmm. if, if mm -hmm. suddenly if Lost was transformed I mean, or transferred to the, like, Star Wars universe and then quickly <laughs> thrown back to Star Trek. I mean, yeah. and it's like it. yeah. <laughs> the most normal part of 2020 was Tiger King. 
That was yeah, the most I, normal part. I'd say I'd say the the last time I felt normal was when we were impeaching Trump. Like I was yeah. like, oh, I was like, yeah, this feels right. And then like yeah. from there, it just went to shit. I went to Huntsville, Alabama. Um, no way. In, in, in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was My there. hometown. Yeah, D and D Beyond is based uh, out of there. Yes. We went. We, yes, we shot right. that parody, that parody musical, Hamilton, and that right. was right at the tip of COVID. Like we were aware mm-hmm. of it, and I distinctly remember walking through the airport, and there's a handful of masks, and I remember even in my head being like, you know, yeah, oh for sure, you know, because yeah. we've done Gosh. this. There's SARS yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, West Nile and and um, um, swine flu. You know, yeah, like like we've yeah. been through this. Like Zika. whatever. Yeah. And then, like, it was like we went and we did that and we came back. And then, like, a week or two after that is when it started to be like, oh, no, really? No, no, really? And it's just that's how wildlife is. That, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think that that would be like my last taste of travel <laughs> would, would be the well, I am. I would no. like to apologize on behalf of all of Alabama that that was the last place you get to visit. Hey, but man, did you at least get to see that? I don't know if you had a burger at Big Spring Cafe, that would have been a nice highlight. Hey, um, I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas, man. I bet you know, I know what's up. I know right. what's up. Again, I know what's up in Huntsville. That's Not right. Huntsville, as I have to say when we're That's peaking. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you if you if you want to get real local or really obnoxiously like just next to local, you call it Hunts Vegas. And people from Huntsville <laughs> yeah. they roll their eyes really, but everybody from my town when we go to the the big city, which is Huntsville, we call it Hunts Vegas. <laughs> so, that true. just told me everything I need to know about your hometown, Darryl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, my, my hometown was like, could have been something really special. Like it was Muscle Shoals. It is Muscle Shoals. It, uh, but it was you Muscle know, Shoals. You're like before the incident. <laughs> before. Now it's just mush. <laughs> But like, yeah, I mean, like it could have been like explosion at that rubber factory. God bless them all. I don't know. (laughs) They're still bouncing to this day. It's true. Um, You want to get to some topics? Yeah, let's get to some topics. Sure, why not? Topics. Um, Jake usually presents the topics. He doesn't do a very good job. So just go with it, B-Day. That's not true at all. My body's ready. Okay. Well, here we go. Here is topic one. Um. Is professional wrestling the modern day version of the Globe Theater? I mean, B. Dave, you're you're you have the floor, sir. You know, it's uh, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we did this one because I, I will say to you guys credit. Uh huh. You sent me a list of questions. You sent me seven questions, and they were all so good. I was like, I want to do all of them. I couldn't decide. <laughs> I literally rolled dice to see which ones we were going to do, it. and this, then this one great. came up. Nice. Um, I was a huge wrestling fan for a number of years. Not so much now. I'm, I'm, I'm fan adjacent, but, you know, I was about that life during the Attitude Era. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and that was the number one thing. People would always be like, well, you know it's fake, right? And I always would be like, you know, in Grey's Anatomy, they're not doctors, right? <laughs> right, exactly. It's, oh, I hate it's, that argument. It's a soap opera for men. Of course, women can enjoy it too, but it's over. Right. It's a soap opera for men. Um, yeah. And, and I think, because this is where I get to say that I have an English degree, I'm <laughs> trained in Shakespearean literature. Mm. And even though we look at it as this highfalutin pinky up thing now, it wasn't then. Right. Right. So... Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. One of the yeah. things that I always thought, like to me, that like it really speaks to the to the comparison of those two is that, like, so I I think theater could really 
use like I look I love like Hamilton I love traditional proscenium theater and like just traditional theater I think it has a very special place but I think wrestling has something that modern theater has kind of lost which is the interaction of the audience directly affecting yeah. the people on stage now these these also people more more chair shots just more, more chair shots <laughs> just in the middle of Macbeth just yeah. fucking <laughs> Macbeth <laughs> Lady M just drops a chair on McDonald's although, <laughs> although I think for any Shakespeare play that may be the one where chair shots work the most I don't well know. there is there is chased <laughs> off stage by a bear in one but yeah it's like i mean like it's i think like the audience being able to like you know throw coins like like rocky horror picture show like uh like a screening of that like with an audience participation that is what theater should be but the 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 performers should be affected like there should be pauses by it Mm-hmm. Delagarda did that like years ago where they were like in the audience and like flying up into the ceiling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and then like on top of that, you can also compare with like how Shakespeare and the Globe Theater and Marlowe and everybody that was around that time, uh, you know, here's my theater degree showing its signs, but like it, they were always grabbing and making fun of, you know, they were punching upwards to, mm-hmm. to right. throw it back to what we, we, we're trying to do. They were punching upwards. It's always about the monarchy. You know, it's always the most like, pretentious pompous people false staff you know like mm-hmm. that were the most embarrassing you know whereas like vince mcmahon is always the most embarrassing person on uh, in the <laughs> ring you know and like and anyone that's in uh man what is it what, how do they call it management yeah i know the, it's the million dollar strut i know oh, you yeah. can't hear me but, but like, that's, that's the million but like, dollar. yeah you're, they, no they chance. Can, no, they can hear it. <laughs> but like, I mean, like that's that's like that's kings and queens, you know. Whereas like the wrestlers are like the Romeos, the Juliets, the mm-hmm. the Mercutios, you know, the 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 Iagos and the Aarons. Mm-hmm. Like those guys are all like all those characters exist in the WWE or in the mm-hmm. wrestling, even in the mm-hmm. broader term of the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I mean, I've always wished that like they like there could be a way to take and jake and i always insert i'm not even i was a wrestling fan in the 80s like during Mm -hmm. like like you know uh hogan's american you know like Mm -hmm. patriotic phase i'm a real real american you got you you got macho man and 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 ultimate warrior king kong bundy like i had i had I had yeah. all those action figures too. I still have them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Jake. I know you haven't said your thing yet, but have you just oh, decided? Have you guys seen the Andre the Giant documentary? No, I I, it's on my list. Yo, watch it. Well, one, bring your tissues because you'll cry. Yeah. The yeah. intro to the Andre the Giant documentary, like the first three minutes, they make it seem like the fate of the free world <laughs> on this documentary. Like, it kind of did. Just the way it comes in, 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 it's just what one point they make. And I mean, like, watch it tonight, especially people that like you guys that have an appreciation. Like, it is, mm-hmm. it is a masterful documentary, period. But yeah. then when you know those people, it's a whole other layer. But there's right. just what one point that they made that was so mind-boggling to me was you know he came on the scene not just before cable before nationwide television mm-hmm. and so he'd walk into the arena you know seven four seven five five hundred pounds and wow. they were like you'd never seen anything like that before and like yeah. they had pictures of the crowd looking at him it was like a monster walk <laughs> and <laughs> the are dropping like what the 
fuck is that? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was just like so wild to say, yes, sorry, sorry. Yes. I'm not getting all emotional. No, no. I, I want to, I, it's on my, it's on, it's been on my watch list since like, it's on HBO, right? Yeah, man. Dude, yeah, move it up. It is, it is really good. Yeah. Sorry. That, I've, I've heard that. And I've just heard like what, like, you know, he's the sweetest. Like Hogan talked about multiple times. He was like, Andre could have killed me if he wanted to. <laughs> like he could have just, and the fact that he let me pick him up at WrestleMania three and slam him when he was having back troubles and all that stuff. He's like, just as a testament to the type of person that he was. No spoilers. You're just gonna make me cry. We got to change the subject. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as I mean, I, professional wrestling to me is first of all it it i mean it gets a bad rap like yeah the way like the its roots are ridiculous and you know it did kind of start as a, a bit of a taboo thing or or whatever but like it is as far as it being like the globe theater i think yes for one i think that it is but to me it is the it is like it, it's like someone you know a, a thousand years ago was was drunk on some really good wine and had and had gone to see some some theater and and like also had gone to like I'm like this is I'm talking like someone in Greece had gone to like the Parthenon and then like went to the Colosseum and was hey. like how can I combine these <laughs> how can I what is the perfect marriage of these two worlds and <laughs> thus professional wrestling was born like yeah. you know because it it's it's as when you talk about the crowd interaction I mean like. Yeah, I mean, they not only, you know, the performers not only feed off that, but there have been numerous times where the audience has changed the course of a storyline that was, I mean, the most, the most mm -hmm. recent example was um, there was, uh, <clears throat> there's this, there's a female wrestler, Daryl, I know you're not super uh, caught up, knowledgeable of it right now, but um, you just called me there's stupid. A, there's a, well, just, just not informed. Yeah, if the if if the spandex fits. So um, <laughs> there's a wrestler, Becky Lynch. She um, it was, has always been like a great performer, but she just didn't really like have a character. She was just kind of playing herself a little bit, yeah, and yeah. she never could get over. Like she just never was really given that shot, and the crowd loved her. And then one pay per view, they decided management decided we're going to turn her heel. And have her attack her opponent after the match, who was Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's mm -hmm. daughter. Mm -hmm. They had her attack Charlotte, and then um, you know, expecting like everyone's going to do the you know typical let's boo the heel. Ooh, yeah. The crowd exploded when she attacked mm -hmm. Charlotte because they were like, mm -hmm. "Yes, mm -hmm. something new and exciting and different from Becky." And Becky beat the shit out of Charlotte, <laughs> <laughs> and she came out. She came out on Monday Night Raw and she cut a promo, like you know, talking shit to the crowd. But the crowd was like, "We don't care. We still yeah. love you. Yep. This is what we wanted to see from you." The next, I'm talking like Thursday on SmackDown, they were like. Oh yeah, or was it was it Thursday on SmackDown, or it may have been the following Raw? They completely reversed course, and they were like, "Okay, she's not a heel anymore. She's just a badass babyface." Mm -hmm. And she got she went nuclear. Like mm -hmm. she ended up headlining WrestleMania, her Charlotte and and Ronda Rousey, because she just like I mean she became like the female Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because mm -hmm. one of the coolest images of her, she was actually supposed to have a fight with. 
at, at Survivor Series with Ronda Rousey because it was going to be the champ versus the champ is what they were going to do. And Becky mm-hmm. was the champ at the time. And they did this angle where SmackDown invaded Raw. And she goes over to SmackDown. She gets in the ring. And this one wrestler legitimately punched Becky in the nose, broke it, and it gave her a concussion. But Becky still kept going. And so when they go off into the crowd, like leaving after they had just assaulted Raw, Becky is standing up there, blood just pouring out of her nose down her face all over her shirt and she just stands up there in the crowd with her arms up like this and it is one of the most badass pictures you will ever see and she's just been a made woman ever since and like and that's all because of what the you know the crowd getting behind her and not not but it's also about her like committing fully to that Uh, to that hundred percent I will say, like, I I had the privilege of, like, being there during the Attitude Era for a lot of this. And I've Mm -hmm. been a a lot of places and I've done a lot of things. I have never experienced (laughs) anything in my life like the reaction, like, when the glass would shatter because Stone Cold's coming out. And 15,000 people all hit their feet at once. And everybody's happy about the exact same thing at the (laughs) exact same second. Because you don't even get that in sporting events because, you know, roughly half of you want something. Just for everybody to be like, (gasps) ah! (laughs) Well, and that's that's something else that you could talk Mm. about, like, comparing it to the globe is, like, the, the... one, the travel of the show, but two, the audience and the way mm-hmm. the audience, like it, that energy, that 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 immediate like audience experience that you get coming back. Because like you know, I remember being a kid going to was it Von Braun Civic Center? Yep. And and hunt in Hunts Vegas. Hunts Vegas. Yeah. And, <laughs> Hunts Vegas. <laughs> and uh, Viva Las Hunts Vegas. And but like going there and like just like fucking Hulk Hogan coming out and just like the mm-hmm. like in his you know God like the feeling of that like yep. it was like I mean at the time like that was Jesus Christ showing up you right. know like oh, yeah 100%. it was wild and like. You can't beat that. You just can't beat that. And like, yeah, you don't get that. Like a concert sort of gets that, but yeah. it's a different, it's a different like kind of reserved experience yeah. because it does have that sporting bloodlust kind yeah. of vibe yep. as well as that like safety net of like, like I know no one's going to die, but I kind of hope so. You know, right. like yep. it's like the car, it's like the NASCAR thing where it's like, oh, Boy, I hope nobody wrecks today. Right. Yeah. You know, but you're yeah. like, you know, yeah. oh, yeah. Shit. oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. but it's like, it's that same kind of thing. And like, I, I just don't know where else it exists. Like, it's, I wish I could get back into wrestling. I actually feel like it's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, like, um, uh, comic books, certain comic book storylines. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I really would love to get in the Punisher, but. But Fuck, you feel I'm like so you're far. just jumping it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so far behind. Like, well, you know, that's it, the thing is like it now. I, I mean, because, yeah, you do feel like that sometimes. Like if you if you stop following it a little bit, you're kind of like, I, I mean, even me, like I usually try to keep up with it, even if I'm not watching Raw and SmackDown. And now AEW Dynamite is a whole new organization that's mm-hmm. around. And like as far as like as far as just access to wrestling goes it is as good now as it ever has been but yeah i mean it's just one of those things where it's like you know it's just you know double dutching you just jump in yeah. and go and yeah. just figure it out from there yeah yep. um but like one of my favorite quotes i ever heard about wrestling was from john oliver and oh he he's said, he's a huge fan yeah and he just said on last week tonight one time he just was like wrestling is better than the things you like <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> he was just like because <laughs> he, he was just talking about how ridiculous and over the top it can be because to yeah. me wrestling is like pizza when it's bad it's still pretty good yep and when yep. it's great it's unbelievable i know you guys are local there's a there's a whole local circuit here uh i kept meaning to catch a show you know in the before times yeah uh, BWG? That, yeah, BWG? That, are, yeah, that, yeah that apparently apparently it's just bananas like oh, apparently yeah. it is just bananas uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's got some stunt guys in it too right like some oh yeah some, i mean here yeah. in this town it has to i i once went to an ecw show at the house oh, of blues God. in atlanta and New oh Jack jumped off the balcony of the house. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, it, it, the, uh, speaking of wrestling documentaries, there's a show mm -hmm. called Dark Side of the Ring, mm -hmm. and they did a whole episode about New Jack, mm -hmm. and it, it it's a miracle that he is not in dead, in mm -hmm. prison, dead, or somehow both. Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, the shit that he did is just unbelievable and like yep. and like the the legit crimes that he's got away with in the ring <laughs> when he's and like I paralyzed that, yeah i paralyzed that dude and i did it on purpose yes. you're like damn dude. <laughs> well it's not even that he was like he's he was like i was pissed that he that he was like i was trying to kill him i brought it's a stun so gun with me i was trying to kill him yeah <laughs> yes. right it's yeah. like it's crazy some of the yep. shit that he did where you're yep. just like Man. What like what years are we talking about with this guy? With really yeah. yeah, like yeah, like nineties, early two thousands, yeah. and he still yeah. does stuff. That's now. insane. Like yeah, I, was, like in my head, yeah. like I was picturing like some dude in the seventies and eighties, like driving. No, 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 this all just happened. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I was at yeah. the House of Blues and I watched him do it. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So. It's crazy, but like, and some of the stuff you you talk about, like the the commitment, and like that is what makes it as interesting as anything else is when they really because think about the gimmick of the undertaker is kind of weird yeah but that guy owned it and yeah. he oh, yeah. is pro it is the greatest wrestling character of yeah. all time well he never really close. shifted either right like he kind of well, always but he did like well so but there was yeah there was like yeah. the hellbilly you know like biker undertaker yeah, which the, we had explicitly went badass. with yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now, We're like, me, okay, you're now your dead you, biker. Okay, yeah. great. Being on the outside looking in from mm -hmm. from my perspective, like, is there in like you know, Globe Theater is notoriously Shakespearean, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's other plays that have in there, like you know, Marlowe and all that crap. But like, if if you were to like take a Shakespearean storyline, like you know, some of the the bigger ones. Like, what do you think would fit so perfectly in there? Like a Titus Andronicus, you know? I mean, I, I mean I like, would, is, are they going to feed somebody's kids to them? Is that like passing a line or crossing I mean, a line in wrestling? I'd submit they kind of all have. I mean, yeah. like the, the McMahons are a family tragedy, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, like, yeah, yeah the, the, they've Romeo and Juliet's clearly been done. A Midsummer mm -hmm. Night's Dream has been done. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've, they kind of has have. anybody like killed the king and like taken over because their girlfriend influenced mm. them? Like, I mean, got, Triple like, H, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, daughter Stephanie, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like, but like, look at like that perfect like reappropriation is that the right word? No, mm, yeah, well, there was also the time uh, where Vince Man's limousine blew up and they were gonna do this whole like Vince is dead thing. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was actually around the time of 9-11. So they, like mm-hmm. just before, they backed off that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then so they're like, eh, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, there was like a good chunk of period where nothing could explode after 9-11. Like, right. you know, like yeah. everything. Like anytime that's you saw an explosion, thing. everybody's like, ugh. Well, that's know. another thing, too, is, is wrestling was the first mass public gathering after 9-11. Was it really? Mm-hmm. It was the very first mass public gathering in the United States after 9-11 was professional yeah. wrestling. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like, and there's just, you know, like one of my, one of my favorite guys right now and some of the stuff he's doing is like, it's actually brilliant psychological stuff. And he's created this wild lore is, is this guy Bray Wyatt. You love him. You've talked mm-hmm. about him so many times. Look, he is... He's basically created this whole, so his original gimmick was that he was this kind of backwoods, backwater cult leader, right? Mm-hmm, and he was mm-hmm. getting everybody to try to come be in the Wyatt family and, you know, uh, follow me and, you know, whatever. And and he was great and he had two people to follow him or whatever. And he just was booked terribly. And so people kind of stopped taking him seriously. And then he just disappeared for a while. Well, while he was gone, he created this whole new thing and he had been tweeting like cryptic stuff where it seemed like, okay, is he, is he playing that he's like getting therapy and he's getting mental help and all this kind of stuff. And he, and he comes back and debuts this new thing called the firefly Funhouse, where it's like, he's dressed up as like right. this Mr. Rogers happy go lucky. Hey kids, we're going to, you know, whatever. And then he would go from this, you know, great, super happy grin and his face would just drop and he'd just say, let me in. And then it would end. And people were like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and he created this whole thing where he, he, now there's this other entity that he calls on that's just called the fiend. And he's literally like unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And he's going around like writing all the wrongs that were done to him of like going to past people who beat him and stuff. And, <laughs> but he does all this crazy psychological stuff. That's and awesome. it's it is super cool. He what had a f- he had a big match at WrestleMania. It was a Firefly Funhouse match that everybody was like, "Well, what the hell is this going to be?" And it was basically he had he took it was imagine if Freddy Krueger had a match in the <laughs> dream world where he can <laughs> manipulate whatever and do whatever he wants and just psychologically torture people. That's what he did to John Cena at WrestleMania. And that was, was the awesome. NWO John Cena thing, yes, right? I just I just found out about awesome. NWO John Cena literally like two days ago. Yeah. Like yeah, literally, like this week, I found yeah. out about NWO John Cena. Yeah, because the whole thing was like, well, what if you had turned heel, John? And what if you had done this? And like, <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was so good. And he's doing I, all this stuff that's just, it's incredible. I would literally spend the entire day talking about this, but I realize you guys have other questions and I'm trying to like restrict me nerding out. (laughs) I know me too. The only thing I would say is that like it, it, it's always seemed to me that wrestling has because of the format it is and the way that the storylines are structured and the audience is structured Mm. that like, there's really no story or no boundaries to what they can do with everything. Like, it just seems like, you know, like it's such an experimental storytelling like platform that like it's something that it's kind of long form improv in a way it for sure is but like it's also something that like you know no other no other mass media is like trying to do you know like i mean they just and they can't like Mm -hmm. you know and like and then like somehow it has affected like other forms of media in the way like 
real professional, not to say that these aren't real professional athletes, but yep. professional like athletes, competitive professional, yeah. Athletes, yeah. competitive professional athletes perform in their news conferences and on the field, like the way that they perform, yeah. like, you know, it has been influenced so greatly by these guys who were like, you know, were originally a bunch of rednecks down South. You know? I, I mean, you know, Conor McGregor comes out doing Vince McMahon's billion dollar strut, you know, how yeah. many people did the degeneration X chop in the oh NFL, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah. How many times did you see a sign in a football stadium that said Austin 316? 316. Austin yeah. 316. You know I mean? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, well, we'll do another like offshoot of, of asinine wisdom with B day where it's nothing but wrestling. You know, yeah. we should come after you guys see the Andre, the giant documentary, I'll come back come and back. we'll talk about like, we'll just like weep bitter tears together. We can do a watch along and we'll just start the, we'll start the AWF, the asinine wrestling federation. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I am the smallest person here. No, that's true. To, I don't, like, I don't know what you're talking about. That'd be fine. You're going to be the one who gets choke slammed through a table. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be the one. He'll be, he'll be our Spike Dudley. That's yeah, it. That's who he'll be, Jake. Oh, <laughs> my God. Spike Dudley. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the, what's the Google second it, kids. topic? The second topic. <laughs> oh, man. Did you ever give someone a 3D into a pool? It was awesome. I did that. All oh, time. of course. <laughs> Sorry. So here's, the man uh, has children, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's topic number two. Mm hmm uh this ought to be interesting to see what everybody thinks uh what video game do you think we're headed toward making a reality you want to who wants to start this one i got some thoughts i'm like any of the zombie apocalypse ones right. like any there, of them there's well, definitely that for sure like left for dead is always a great one for me because like i i love i love short form video games that like you can just sit down and play for a couple hours in the balance because i just i don't have the attention span to sit down and for play for yeah, yeah I, I love narratives. I love like Skyrim. I love Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto. I, I, I'm very interested. I've been playing The Last of Us Part One for about like two months now and have gotten <laughs> nowhere in it right. because like I just like I don't ever sit down and like play through. Like I, I'm mm -hmm. like I'm playing for 10 minutes, then I get stressed out and I have to go like like you know, go for a walk or something. Mm -hmm. But to me, I actually think that like I understand the zombie thing that that's like to me is like especially with the medical conditions that we have going on right now. But I think we're heading towards something like Skyrim. And let me tell you why. Okay. I think I think the government is going to and governments are going to come together and roll us back because I think they're starting to discover that the more we have the ability to communicate with each other across like country lines, state lines, city lines, they're starting to realize and this is my like weird conspiracy shit I know but like they're starting to realize that the more we communicate as a society, the less power they actually have over us. So I see them rolling us back and I see them rolling. I mean, look, there's might be dragons and, and magic. There might There'll not be dragons, I mean, but yeah, of course. but you know, the dragons are drones or whatever, but like, mm -hmm. I see them rolling us back. I see them taking weapons away from us and like being like, here, you can have this sword if you need to defend your home and people being like, uh, all right, fuck it. I'm going to become a sword master, <laughs> you know? And like, I see, I see society having a rollback in the next, you know, hundred to thousand years, like, like a, a big, like a like a non-violent apocalyptic one. Like everybody just sort of like signs up for it. I think, or I think, I think eventually they do. I think it gets to the point to where like it's been manipulated to where 
we did, look, we either get an alien invasion and we all band together and realize we are one or the governments get together and break us up back into societies where we're fighting over, you know, invisible people in the sky, you know? And like, I think because we, when we, when we were doing that, when we were like, no, 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 you know, God versus, you know, uh, the, your God, you know, the, 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 or your gods, that's, you know, that's a better war for a government to have because that's like you're talking about like team rivalries like alabama auburn's the one jake and i know the best right you know like they will like that's a serious rivalry you get that going with like countries yeah national pride is no problem but like now i'm kind of like you know well fuck this place fuck that place fuck all these places fuck you you know like i just like let's let uh, dude i don't need to like fight with this person i don't give a shit what he worships or she worships like fuck it like let them let them they, mm-hmm. they don't tell me or my kids how to live then go for it man you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and so i think that i think there's going to be a big rollback i think we're going to like hit a medieval period again where it's like they they start selling us the the snake oil and stuff like that and you know we're like so i mean if you look at it like the signs are there science and like knowledge are you know shit upon oh for the sake of like propaganda and feelings you know mm. so i think i think eventually we're gonna get rolled back and i think we're gonna end up in skyrim so everybody needs to practice up on their long sword uh, I recommend I recommend a nice uh, one-handed melee, um, uh, maybe a defensive shield. But as long as you've got some quick steps, then you know you don't really need uh, like actual armor defense. Mm-hmm. You can just wear a good enough suit and get out of the way. That's my B. Dave. You're a fighter. You 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 speak the language. I was about to say, speaking <laughs> as someone who knows how to fight with a sword, I don't hate this. I don't hate this. But uh, but 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 I'm, I'm a like, I have a collection uh, too, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I might be speaking to my wares. But you know, like... <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 gonna I'm let Jake do it. I'll let you go first. All right. Um, my uh, you know, yeah. I mean, my my thought at first is kind of the sure the like you said the left for deads and and uh, and even like the fallouts. Mm-hmm. stuff like that. But um, I really think, and I think we're extremely close to it right now. And I, when you, when I tell you the plot of the game, you'll hundred percent agree is the division. Oh, so for sure. Tom yeah. Clancy's the division. So for mm-hmm. those of you listening who don't know the premise of the game, someone uh, on black Friday put a dollar bill into circulation that had a weaponized strain of the flu. And then when they put it into circulation on on Black Friday, it spread everywhere like that. And so um, what ended up happening is, you know, everything's going crazy. People are getting sick. No one knows who has it, who doesn't. It's, it's, it's super dangerous. And the government actually starts crumbling. And because of it, they activate this group called the Strategic Homeland Division or just colloquially known as the Division Mm-hmm. which are sleeper agents all throughout the U.S. who are activated in order to help keep order in society. And they're kind of given ultimate reign and decision to, to do whatever. And that's who you play as, as a, as a division agent. When you say and, sleeper agent, like, is it the, they know they're an agent or is it yes, like the hypnosis so, thing? Yeah, okay. so the premise okay. is they all, yeah, yeah. they all have a watch. And if their watch 
a glows orange, if an orange ring glows in their watch, they know that they've been activated and they're supposed to report to where it is that they report, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. drop everything. Mm -hmm. Mm Because that's what like uh, the opening sequences of both games show is someone's watch activating. They looking at looking at it and then just immediately leaving like their wife and kids or stopping their job or whatever Mm -hmm. and immediately going to do whatever it is they're supposed to do with no explanation. And so that would be so liberating. <laughs> yeah, you could kind of would. Just like, it? all just right, a- the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You, you were just not a cover cool. story. Smoke right. bomb. Boom. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like, so yeah, in the first one, you go into New York, which was basically ground zero for the whole thing. And um, there's all these factions there that have are trying to take over the city and and yeah and you're these yeah. government agents that go in and set up base and are trying to regain control and all this i mean like how you're talking about gr- mm, yeah new you, york uh, it sounds zero. real it sounds real yeah. real <laughs> new york being ground zero for a for a, a a terrible disease and government agents being sent into u.s cities to try to regain control. Were they in unmarked vans and we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, I mean yeah. we're in we're in the division. So wait. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, you were a good guy in the video game. Yes, it, so that's the yeah. difference. That's well, the history, so history, the difference history, is history, is you didn't have you didn't have Black Lives Matters going on in the game at the same it's time. History is written by the victors, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, if we checked with the fanatics in the division, they thought they were right, too. Every villain is the hero of their story. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, Tom Clancy has been oddly prescient with this. You remember Weird. that was the plot of yeah. Rainbow Six was the uh, yeah. uh, biological attack on the 96 Olympics. Was, yeah. was he the one that had, uh, in one of his books, the, the uh, he mentioned Wuhan and, like, something coming out of Wuhan, or was that Michael Crichton? Yeah. I think it was James Patterson, but it was James one of those dudes. Yeah. One of those yeah. guys, yeah. But yeah, he one also of those predicted, dudes. he also got like the, um, like flying, hijacking planes and flying them into buildings. He did hmm? one of the, you hmm? know. Maybe he like, should stop. Maybe <laughs> well, he's, he's dead, not predicting. So yeah, I think maybe maybe they're reading it and going, hey, this is a good idea. I No, I thought Crichton's dead. And Crichton Clancy's is definitely alive. dead. I don't think Clancy's dead. I mean, I but Clancy's I mean maybe he just faked his death, that magnificent bastard. Like, he's like the fucker. He's the end. You know, like, that's how I feel about uh, Cormac McCarthy, who wrote uh, The Road. The Road. Uh, he died in 2013. Um, and also di- also wrote uh, No Country for Old Men. You know, yeah, I'm all right. like, Cormac McCarthy, are you okay? Like, Don't give that like- guy a hug. <laughs> I, the, speaking of The Road, just like a quick little tangent. The Road is like just so sad. Like yeah. when you're reading it, you feel like the book gets grayer, like the actual physical book gets grayer and somehow dirtier as you read. Like you just feel like you want to like hose off this covered in ash. But yep. also the way he writes dialogue in 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 general he doesn't like attribute dialogue to characters he just writes yeah. the dialogue I hate cormac mccarthy's writing style i love his stories <laughs> i hate his style Do you, yep. i i'm I, like i have dyslexia and i have a little bit of like i just i have a hard time paying attention like but mm-hmm. i was not diagnosed as adhd so i don't want to slap that moniker on me but like I find it so fucking confusing that I have to read like dialogue sections like five or six times just to keep up. Mm -hmm. And I actually keep a a pencil in my hand and actually write down like a little abbreviations next to it so I can keep up. I appreciate the artistic gamble 
Yeah. I, I, my brain hates the results. Yeah, no, just watch the movies. Just watch the movies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this, this is me, me, the literature fellow. It's like, no, just watch, watch the films. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, if, if for me, which game is the closest? I mean, again, I think we all can agree any of the post apocalyptic leaning ish sure. ones. Yeah. Um, I think either something like um, uh, Do Six, the, the, oh, uh, do, um, yeah. Do Six. Just, Mm-hmm. Uh, well, D E D E U S space D X. Yeah, like do sex, okay. but it's a um, uh, where it's just like a slightly modified like agent person, you know, like right. able to like hack directly into computers and things like right, that. Right, You're right. Just slightly cyborg upgraded, just enhanced, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or or curveball, curveball, Jurassic Park. Uh, because people are working on actively bringing those creatures back and like we're a day away from them being like, oh shit, a triceratops. Right. You know, <laughs> six I like that you kind of picked one of the cuter dinosaurs to be oh shit about. <laughs> right, oh, yeah. A triceratops. You should be oh shit about any dinosaur. I don't care. I don't if know. They, they, no. Hang on, let me it's, let me give you some context. Friendly. Let me let me yeah. give, let me give you some context. Uh, in the Caribbean, in the island of Tobago, just culturally, they don't have fences. It's just a thing. You don't have a fence around your yard, so there's lots of stray animals, and a lot of people raise chickens, and the chickens just fucking walk away. They don't have fences, <laughs> so uh, there is a generation of feral chickens that live there. I have never seen hatred in the eyes of a living thing <laughs> as I have those wild chickens. They're black, they're small, they're like muscular, they're like yoke, and they're just, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, nothing has ever looked at me with so much disdain for my life as a wild chicken. So I have respect for literally oh all dinosaurs. Oh all of them. That's true. Oh like we God. think the Triceratops is all doughy and wants tummy scratches. Like it might just be <laughs> yeah. a rage-filled monster. Uh, I think that chicken just called me a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> it, in Mint It. In Mint It. It was doing bench press. How it, did like, it did this thing with its <laughs> wing. I don't even Dude, know how it bends no, that way. No, this is hand of God. You go and like, they, like if you look like under the bushes are in the underbrush you see these like eyes and like they're just daring <laughs> oh you to try and touch them they're like i triple dog dare you to reach under this bush and try and grab me they're like, like, yeah, they're I, like the I ms-13 will... of foul they are like, <laughs> they're like prison foul they are i'm not prison joking. foul they're, i will like, i will say if, uh... you've never seen a chicken with delts it's crazy like they're just <laughs> yeah. i will say a fucking a goose is like a teardrop tattoo on its boot oh my god yeah. a goo- I, the scariest bird i've ever encountered is a goose it bit my nose which is an, an mm-hmm. ample nose to bite but like it bit my nose and like as like a child and to this day i fucking hate geese like it's terrible just, yeah. just like they're a waste of a bird yeah, no, they're the worst yeah. animals. Yes, yeah. so, so there are no you, good dinosaurs. So maybe Untitled here. Goose Game is what your answer should be. <laughs> we're already living it. We're already done. Already it's here. Untitled Goose Game. That, what was the goat game they had, too? Remember goat that? Goat Simulator. Goat that Simulator. Was, that was like, you could if you played that sober, you were like, how did I end up high? I don't understand what's happened. I'm no. high. Are there fumes coming from this game? What's going on? The goat simulator is still riding high in this household. Like, and, and you're yeah. right. I, I walk by and it's just increasingly like less and less like likely. Like, I'm like, <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're a 12 foot goat dressed yes. like a giraffe that can right. fly. 
On a roller coaster. <laughs> on a roller coaster, yeah. Right. And speaking of video games imitating life, do you remember Postal? Do you remember when that yes. came out? Yes. And how yes. controversial Postal yes. was. What yes. was the one you sent me a you sent me the trailer for it maybe a couple of months ago that oh, was the worst one that of- came out recently? It's called Hatred. Hatred. Ooh. Dude, Dude. It, like watching that trailer it's a top, made me it's a uncomfortable. Down, it's a top-down game. Yeah. And like you're just a dude that looks like he's like into rage metal. And like, and he's just in his house and he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna kill everybody. Yeah. And, and he picks up yeah. guns and he go, he kicks a door open and you just go out and you shoot everybody. Yeah. It's just I like mean, when you're like bored in Grand Theft Auto and you just like suddenly just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna shoot everybody in this intersection. And like, yeah. they just uh, like cut out all the pretense. It's like porn yeah. with no plot. You're like, it is. It's it's porn with no that's, plot. That's exactly what it, I mean. It's like, there's not even oral, it's just straight to like. It's just like, straight. oh, not there, not without lubricant. <laughs> no, yeah. we're going. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I'm yeah, uncomfortable. Where you're just, I need romance. Yeah. yeah, you just play, you just play, the character's just called the antagonist. Yeah. And the whole, yeah, the whole thing is, is like, oh, fuck this world and all the pieces of shit in it. I'm, I need to exterminate everybody. And it's like, it's and film goes, noir it's style. It's black yeah. and white. It's really wild. Yeah, I never only, played it because I was like, I, you know, I don't think so. Well, here's what's crazy. They're porting it to the Switch. Oh, maybe I'll play it now. They're maybe putting it, it to the Switch, and like, but yeah, it's a huge. There's just no. I mean, there's kind of a plot, but there's not really one because the guy has basically just resigned to. You just this see is how, how I'm can, gonna die, and I'm yeah. gonna kill as many people as I possibly can in the meantime. So you're a mass shooter, because like essentially, yeah. if I recall the the what you're trying to do, yeah, you're a mass shooter. Is you basically try to get from your house to a nuclear power plant nearby to oh. make it melt down. Well, that's but something it, to do. I think I read about the plot. Yeah. That's like, what happened. And, and it's just, yeah. And you're just going around and, and it doesn't matter who they are. And of course, cops show up and the army shows up and you're just like brutally murdering all of the, it's, I, I'm like, do yeah, you get to drive a tank? No, I don't know. I have if no you get to idea. drive a tank, I'm in. But like it's one I've like seriously I watched the trailer and the trailer made me trailer, uncomfortable. Unc- yeah, the trailer is rough. You know, well, I mean, speaking of like problematic stuff, did you see the trailer for Gamer Girl? No, that game no, like, like a week ago. It. What's the? I, I heard that there was something, but I didn't see the trailer. What What's the deal with it? Uh, it's more tone deaf and problematic. Like when you watch oh, no. the trailer, you think it's a parody. Because the premise is she's a Twitch streamer. Oh, no. And you're her mod, right? Oh, and no. so, and it's like filmed. So it's like a real, a real girl that shot these scenes. Right. And it's like a choose your own adventure thing oh, of you basically no. like fucking with this girl and driving her crazy and then trying to kill her. That's the game. So it's you as yeah. a video game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like you as a creepy troll stalker person. Great, great, great. That's what oh, needs to be okay. out there right now. Yeah. Right? It's sort of like, uh, hmm, okay. Is it from Tone uh, Deaf Productions? And it's, <laughs> it's, made from by, Tone <laughs> it's made by exactly, like, when you form in your mind the image of the board of people that must have greenlit such a project, right. it's them. It's those yeah. dudes. Well, did you it's know, a bunch also, of white incels that got it. Right. <laughs> there's also a game that came out, uh, it, was like, it was like 10, 15 years ago, and it was actually it was the purpose of it was to be it was to be satire and to have a message. The game was called Super Columbine Massacre oh, RPG. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. They and, talked about it on some documentary I watched recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um like yeah, the whole thing is is supposed you know, it's uh, it's it's a message to the person playing it about, 
it's actually supposed to have a really good message. To you it, eventually but. you go to heaven or hell or something like that. Something right? like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't remember I can, exactly. I can see a world where, you know, a, a certain amount of violence in a game is cathartic and not instructional. I can Correct. see a world right. where, you know, a certain amount of, but again, that's why we've all had those moments in Grand Theft Auto where you're like, no, I realize I'm supposed to deliver this kilo of heroin. Right. I'm going to go in that, in that convenience store and right. blow it up first, though, and beat this dude with a dildo, you know? <laughs> it, it's, but, but it's, it's, you know... Have you been it, watching me? <laughs> I mean... Yes, I have, Daryl. Um, oh, my. But, but uh, you know, it, it, I think that's... But that has always been an aspect of the medium and, you know, mm. an aspect of, like, the, you know, the voyeurism of it. But For I sure. think getting just, like, steeped in it, though... Is a little, He's yeah, not well, even okay. like even like Red Dead Redemption, like which was a game like game. I played that and Fallout and Skyrim to the nth degree, like you know, hundred percent completion and like DLC, the whole thing. And like Red Dead Redemption, like I always strayed towards the you know, but they have the little bar of good and evil. I I always strayed towards the good because like to me right. like like that's part of my fantasy of this whole thing and, and erica posted about it erica ishii friend of all of ours posted about that very thing and somebody commented on it and i can't remember the person's name but they commented like my fantasy is to be helpful and right. like and and my fantasy is also similar to that but like it has more to do with justice like to be yeah. to be like a righteous person that is out in the world Maybe I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to do the right thing every time. Not just the right thing for me, but the right thing to make everything in the, the game world operate better for everyone. I would submit that is most people's thing. You know, I've gone on record numerous times saying human beings are, you know, innately good. You know, the average, yeah, yeah. yeah, the average person is a decent person. You know, there are some yeah. super monstrously fucked up people in this world. For sure. But, mm -hmm. you know, the nine out of 10 people are decent. You know, mm -hmm. there's a reason there's why. There's always bugs in the programming. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and some people are like, no, no, those are features. I'm meant to be a monster. <laughs> right. uh, but, uh, you know, the, but then there's a reason why stories are largely told from the position of the protagonist. If yeah. human psychology aspired towards villainy, most stories would be about being a rampaging asshole and most right. aren't because that's, yeah. that's not what our psyche craves. Yeah. Because quite frankly, and you can even strip morality out of it just as an as an evolutionary defense mechanism mm -hmm. looking out for each other is optimal you know right. yeah uh, eating each other isn't you know? i will say those <laughs> yeah. were the biggest words ever in one sentence on asinine wisdom you're right Probably. we're done Probably. we're not even going to answer the third question I'm, right we're i think we're like, done here but also um, it also right. reminds me of another there's another game because there are games like that that have surprisingly good messages and and that kind of stuff and there was one called spec ops the line mm -hmm. where the i can't remember I, it's been so long since i played it but the but the premise is is like you're part of the spec ops team in the middle east who's trying to stop this other group from doing stuff to its citizens or whatever but the more you play the game your character kind of starts losing it a little bit mm -hmm. and you kind of start to realize Oh, I think I'm the bad guy. Oh wow! <laughs> mm -hmm. And like 
you know, like even like a, the loading screen messages start to change as the game goes, where it's just mm-hmm. like where it'll say stuff like, "I'm sure those people will be fine," or uh, like stuff. It, yeah, where you're just like, "That's dark." Oh God, I don't know. Yeah, where like it, it's, it's some of the stuff you're like, "Oh my God," but like it's uh, it's all kind of like realizing the horrors of war kind of thing. Yeah. Where at first you're like, I'm doing this for a good and righteous cause. And then the more you play, you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm the good guy in this situation. <laughs> it's it's I, really I, wild. I would say two things. Uh, shout out, shout out to Arthas Manethel, my homie, War, War, Warcraft. Uh, Cause you know, we got to see Arthas slide into becoming the Lich King when he meant he was <laughs> thought he was doing the right thing. Um, right. I think that was a, at the risk of switching genres. That was my, problem with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Yeah. Even though right. his his performance was magnificent. It's the insane. movie stops short of clearly being like, but you do know he's wrong, right? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, like yeah. this is all well and good, and he's the aggrieved party, and people have been mean to him, but he doesn't get to just start fucking killing people. You, right. you do know that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, I- I yeah, call and the Jake movie after- never says it, you know? And that's why I was like, right. Uh, right. Uh, hmm. uh, I called Jake afterwards. I watched it and I was like, uh, can you explain to me what that movie was for? Like, I was so confused by it all. I was like, I was like, who, who was that movie for? Like, yeah. like, why was that movie made? Like, I don't, I didn't need to know all this. Like, well, I your question also was if it was canon. That was, well, and I did, yeah. and that was like, I was like, is he going to show up later? Because like, that would at least give meaning to this film. Okay. Right. You know, like, right. like, it's, like a, a Darth Maul prequel yeah. is going to give meaning to Darth Maul and like yep. give meaning to the film, you know, but like a Joker <clears throat> movie that's just like, cool. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah, but he fuck him. Like, I don't <laughs> give a shit about his reasons. Like, yeah. yeah anyway, that's yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, again, we'll we'll save that for the episode after we yeah. cry about uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, Andre but, uh, the Giant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll yeah. be a whole HBO special. Yeah. <laughs> but true. not we'll, an HBO we'll special. We'll it will be a special <laughs> about things we watched on HBO. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Speaking true. of HBO. Speaking of. Third topic. I don't know. What does that have to do with that? Okay. No, that was seamless though. That okay, was that seamless. Was. You know what, what a, that was? What a that great was to segue. shoot the three and turn around and the three misses. <laughs> <laughs> know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is that is, yeah. that is me as a person. Uh, <laughs> I am I am that airball three with all the confidence. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh man. All right. Well, here is um, our big question. This mm-hmm. is today's big question. Um, here we go. N- nuclear fission is a yes. dangerous process that has changed the lives for better. That being said, how can we harness the power of Karens for good? Oof. <sighs> All my training has led to this, but yes, no, I, 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 I will. You know what, Jake, you first this time. You, you have been forced to the end of the conversation on the previous two topics. So, uh, well, Ah uh, man, it's so tough because first of all, Jake, do you have any Karens in your family? Everybody has Karens in their family, don't they? Okay, I mean, mm, I don't know. No. Um, well, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> um, I am white, so. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, wait, so, what? <laughs> well, because the Karens. Don't see color. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so. This is a tough question because it's assuming that you can. 
<laughs> to harness the power? It's assuming mm-hmm. that you can harness the power of Karens at mm-hmm. all, much less mm-hmm. for good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm inclined to like I'm inclined to say like, well, uh, you know, stick them out in in a in a park and attach a small like mower to drag behind them and just let them <laughs> roam around and and are, but like i'm thinking like if it's a thing of like if you could if you could train them like if you mm-hmm. could just if you could just re reprogram them just a little bit then then you can you can solve two problems at once mm-hmm. you can uh all the stupid shit that um we don't need cops to handle. We can let the good Karens do. It's <laughs> true. You know, the the menial, ridiculous shit so that they could just go, they can go handle that stuff and then, and then, you know, not give them a weapon or anything like yeah. that. And then, uh, <laughs> no cell phones and just basically nag them into stopping whatever it is they're doing. <laughs> So you think, so it sounds like you're saying fight fire with fire like yes. you net you net you out nag them yes it's like nag that 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 meth lab under the nursery in the closing yeah i i, I can see it was, <laughs> I, I i i saw i saw a quote recently and it said and it it was it was honestly i don't even remember if it was about the masks for covid or black lives matter because it's equally applicable and it was mm-hmm. like this debate in all political debates come down to one thing that I cannot convince you to care about other people, mm, you know? Right. Um, yes. I, I, I think if, so that being said, I think the idea that a woman or a person can be vocal about an outrage is not innately problematic since really what is protesting other than being you know outraged by I mean, vocally uh, outraged 100 you know, percent yeah. i mean that, that's the the uh, in, in a way the wall of moms in portland is a positive application of caring energy you know for sure yeah. for, for yeah. sure you know yeah. and, yeah. and uh, on that note la you know is is on the bubble of getting uh whatever those guys are the feds sent in and yep. that my girlfriend is already uh volu- there's already a, a wall of mom set up here my girlfriend's already in it and like they've got they sent like a list of all the gear that they <laughs> need which is like all this riot gear so we've been collecting riot gear for my girlfriend to go out and be a part of the wall of moms here Just how fucking insane is it that we've got video footage of unmarked cars pulling up and them dragging american citizens into them and taking them away the what i'm telling you if we had had a lot more leather and little mustaches people would have a lot different view of this and if these pictures were in black and white they'd be like oh wait this looks familiar i might be on board with the leather but i don't know i mean well yeah i mean i do not want to be around you after you've been in leather in southern california all day if i get get in it i will never be able to get out can you be a bear and a leather daddy i'm asking for a friend though i'm i'm I'm, I'm like dear listener you feel tweet at all three of us and let let us know Uh, can you be a bear and a leather daddy leather daddy bear (laughs) (laughs) a lot of vests a lot of lots of vests i'm more like a I'm more like a, a pleather papa is what I am. <laughs> You're a power bottom. It's fine, Daryl. There's no, there's, there's, there's no, you got you to be what you are in this world, That's buddy. Right. Like, don't, with, don't worry with about it. With my little bubble butt? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that high kicks glutes. That's what that is. That's the horse dance glutes. It, uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> but, but, but um, yeah, I, 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 so I think because I, I, I think the flaw where the whole Karen phenomenon falls apart 
is when you get this rage-filled entitlement that just yeah. doesn't exist, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's bizarre that we're seeing it from just a very unique, like, sliver of society. It's funny that I'm seeing all the anti-Karen rhetoric is from super fucking Karens. I'm like, you don't even right. realize, like, we've gotten so meta. You are that a Karen, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, like, you've become the thing, you know, that you're raging against. 100%. But, yeah, I, I, I think it's just a matter of being on the right side of history. And I, I comprehend on a certain level. Again, back to, here's an act one callback. That whole, like, trying to dialogue from a sense of you're a person. It's like, I get it. You know, you want to be safe. You want your family safe. You know, like, that. You, you don't want your rights infringed upon. That is all valid. Except literally all of us feel that way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> literally all of us. Yeah. yeah, I think I think what you have to do is you have to radicalize Karens for good when they're young, mm-hmm. and I think I think in order to do that, it goes back to education. And I mm-hmm. think you know, like Jake and I talk about this a lot, and my other white friends from the South and I have been talking about it. You know, because uh, like we've I've been trying really hard to self educate in a lot of different ways about like things that I have in my head about not necessarily how I was raised because I have rejected a lot of like black white relations of how I was raised from a kid. But like I've been then expanding my, my own black history self through uh, books and media and stuff like that. And in it, like, I think that I was completely not just misled, but like lied to by omission Mm -hmm. uh, about like, the the black experience in the south the black experience in the south civil rights movement like it was it sure. was made to be like this black triumphant i remember being shown i was it eyes on the prize mm-hmm. which which is a great documentary which it has a very poignant message but mm-hmm. like the message was then taught to me as look they won what a great job they did isn't that right classroom mm-hmm. full of white kids except for the mm-hmm. black kids who are allowed to play football in the school you know mm-hmm. and like and it was like and when I was in that moment, I was like, yeah, we, we did a good, we did a good job as a society. We, you know, my, that's my parents' generation. They really pulled it together. Like, like fucking Emmett Till would have been 79 last week. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's right. like my, that's my great aunt's age. You know, like that's, Ruby you know. Bridges is in her sixties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. In, it's insane. Yeah. Ruby Bridges is my mother's age. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and it's, it's fucking nuts to me that like people are patting themselves on the back. Like what a great job they did. Like it's over. And I think in order to do that, you have to teach these kids when they're young, because not everybody is, I, I got to tell you, like, I'm, I try to be a very open-minded person. I try to be a very accepting person. Sometimes shit takes Except me a minute to go. You like, don't want me to wear leather. I mean, nobody. You know, Jay, that's, that's, just, that's just, common that's, sense. That's, that's like that. No, that's going to bring up some complicated feelings that he's not ready to face. That's that's not even on you, Jake. <laughs> that, don't that, you care in me about wearing leather? That's fair point. <laughs> but I, I mean, like changing your mind after after a certain age is fucking hard. It's yep. just hard. It's plain and simple hard. But it's and, also fine. It yep. is totally fine. fine. Yeah, but, but it is. It, it's it a is difficult thing. Yeah. Right. It's a difficult thing. Yeah. And then if it's like, and you, if you have built, luckily I've always built my identity around, I'm too stupid to fail. That's mm-hmm. always been my motto. And so a part of that being too stupid to fail is like that I am stupid. I am uninformed. We have a saying in martial arts. Uh, I don't know if you, have you ever read Zen in the martial arts, B. Dave? I have. So empty your teacup. 
Yep. You remember that section? Uh, yep. That's always been one of my biggest philosophies that I teach my students, that I teach everyone in my life to go by. And I think it's so important. And people's teacups are so fucking full that when you add anything else into it, it just overflows everywhere. What, Jake? You're going to say something about No, I'm saying explain oh. the, the concept of, of empty. Make it a Mountain Dew. So, uh, <laughs> Mountain Dew. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, the idea is that, like, if you if you have a teacup and your teacup is full, mm-hmm. no new info, and your mind is the teacup. Obviously, right. I'm sorry. Your no new information can come in without spilling over. So that new information, when poured into your mind, just sp- overflows. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go in. So, whereas, yes, like for the sake of martial arts uh, or sports in this, you have a great understanding about your athletic ability and your athletic ability job on your sports in your sports section of mm-hmm. your life. And then, but if you go in with preconceived ideas about how this is going to go, you are unteachable. You Got are it. uncoachable. So it's, it's about being coachable and having an open yeah. mind. And open mind, uh, open mind and, a, and a closed mouth in a right. lot yep. of ways. You and, know, like instead of thinking of, of, your, of your mind at, or your cup in this situation as having a, a finite size, mm-hmm. that it should just be. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, 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 so, and I think that's the only way to get Karen's because you can't teach empathy after a certain age. Yeah, like, like, true. Uh, it right. has to be self-taught. Like that's something yep. it's like, it's like uh, effort. It's cannot be taught to someone. You can give yep. people opportunities to demonstrate these things, mm-hmm. yep. but they cannot be taught that. I can't be like, you know, think about empathy care. is yeah. you got to fucking care. Oh yeah. shit. Why did you fucking say so? You know, no, it just doesn't <laughs> work my that name. way. I'm a Karen. Karen. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the, hey, that's you, what we call them. We call them Karen. Karen. Oh, that's yeah. what we do. Yeah, I, good I, night, I think, everybody. <laughs> hey, just remember you invited me. Um, yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Fair I, point. I, I, I think it's, uh, you know, I, I, there was a, there was a lot of work that went into this. Um, the moral framing and there's a psychological um, principle and I always forget what it's actually called, but it is the idea that you, you fear loss more than you anticipate gain. Um, And this is all humans are like this, that you will work harder to have me not take your camera and microphone away from you mm-hmm. than you will to acquire a superior camera and microphone. This mm-hmm. is right. it's a human thing. Yeah, People it's the idea the, that, that loss, there, a, yeah. a law, an equal loss is yep. greater than an equal gain. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah even the fear of it. And yeah, people, just the fear of people, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that tend to um, rank on the conservative end of the spectrum rank really high in that, of being right. afraid of losing something. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just constantly getting across the idea that it's like, hey, you know, um, having cops not murder us is not a loss to you. <laughs> you're like, you're, right. You do know that, right? Like, yeah. if we, like, live in stuff, like, that is not <laughs> inhibiting you in any way. Right? Oh, it's so, yeah. so ridiculous that this is, like, like yeah. the conversation on everybody's mind right now. But, like, yeah. I mean, all you're asking for is, like, a fucking chance. Yeah, maybe don't murder him. And, and, and it's like the dumbest counter arguments come up. It's like, well, cops kill white people too. And it's like, you well, know don't, that's still bad. I don't, you know I don't that's, why are you that either? Bad, yeah, why right? is that okay too? Yeah, right. Uh, like, I mean, I'm okay if like white people live also. You, yeah. you know that, right? Yeah, like like maybe uh, no one should get I don't murdered. even want the cops to shoot the dogs. Like, I don't yeah. want anybody to die. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It, 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 well, I mean, look, I have a point I've made a lot since I, you know, I, I have had the, the, the privilege to speak about these topics a lot over the past years and, you know, obviously more in recent months. Sure. I used to say, um, you know, we die like dogs, but that's not actually true. If footage came out of a cop kneeling on a dog's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds while it whimpered mm -hmm. and fucking died, there would be riots. That cop would be strung up in front of the courthouse so fast. Don't if they were just, cats. Just, if they were just <laughs> yeah. randomly shooting animals in the street because they're like, well, that dog did have a history of barking. And also it was alleged to have bitten someone two years ago. It looked like right. another dog that it, I thought, yeah. You know, yeah. well, it's known to be an aggressive breed, so the police murdered it. No, mm -hmm. fuck that, man. Mm -hmm. Like, there would be reform like that. Yeah, like, people would sure. hear so much more if that's what was happening. Mm -hmm. um, but I will tell you this, though, since I know we, 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 we want to talk about real things, but with it, in the interest of not being too overly heavy, I will say this. I feel much better about the trajectory and future of our nation than I did two months ago. I really? feel much better than I did two months ago. And, and for a couple of things, uh, a part of it is the protests. I yeah. saw people in all 50 states and all over the world fighting for us when they didn't have to. And it's like, oh, right. shit, our lives do matter, which mm -hmm. is a weird thing to say out loud. But I mean, I'm 42 and there haven't been many times in my life that I felt that way. Right. It was like, oh, people actually care. Whoa. <clears throat> and he fucking tried the dictator thing. He tried to deploy the military. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're still trying with the unmarked vans and stuff. Right. But, you know, they tried boots on the ground in Washington and right. it didn't fucking work. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And now he's trying, why don't people like me? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, what? I don't know. What Only everything. Asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, the, the, it, obviously fascism is fighting hard to take root here. Yeah. But right. I thought it had already taken root a lot deeper <laughs> right you know well and, i gotta and, say that yeah. gives me a lot of hope hearing you say that because like i i personally have felt down but i also don't have like i don't i i have pardon the pun skin in the game mm -hmm. but i don't have it in the same way that you do as in like i'm not a black man that has these feelings of like childhood and growing up and seeing a cop and having that sort of reaction of like shit is this is this the cop that's going to kill me mm -hmm. you know i did i don't have that feeling but like i have the guilt that i i have felt i deserve i have felt and like I, it's brought me to a place in my life where like i'm like fuck i don't i don't know how we're getting out of this situation where like because there are such deep roots of hatred in so many people that i it made me fear that like you know, is this is this the line in the sand where it's like we split after this? You know, like it feels like a bad relationship that we're in, you know? You know, I hate to say it, man. And it sounds and that gives cruel. me hope hearing you saying that. When I say it out loud, there there was a picture and it was, you know, a week or like right when the protests were like really kind of catching fire, you know, and it was mm -hmm. thousands of people in the streets every I mean, there's still thousands of people in the street, but you know, mm -hmm. when it was like everywhere there were yeah. protests there was a picture of a cop hitting this girl with a riot shield. Beautiful yeah. girl. She looked like just a volleyball player, like a Barbie doll. And her just getting right. like cracked with it, like falling to the ground. And I hated to say, I'm like, that one pretty white girl taking that riot shield was worth more than 50 people that look like me getting shot. Yeah. Because 
they what they're doing in Portland, what they're doing in Seattle. I hate to say they're weaponizing white people, and right. those people have conservative grandparents and aunts mm-hmm. and uncles, and in other places that are like, oh, my daughter got tear gassed right. for just being at the city hall of what what you know and like that's as that started happening that's when you started seeing the approvals go down and down and down and down because it was easy when it was like those people Mm. you know those people are rioting and those kids on the street are doing this you know and the hoodies and shit like that right yeah i think the antifa the antifa you know the weaponization of the word antifa yeah. not not catching yeah. you know it caught in conservative but like whatever yeah, yeah. but like not catching in mainstream media i think that was a huge win for the whole movement in the yeah. fact that like you mean anti-fascist yes i'm anti-fascist yes right I'm, yes it's, it's, why right. aren't our you? country used to be anti-fascist <laughs> yeah. we were anti-fascists yeah. Three times, yeah, actually like, like, four like, times, yes, and they were, we were like, all cooler than then. They were so, good moments for us, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, like like we had a fight over it. The whole world participated. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, we all decided this is not cool. But yeah. no, I'm kind of I, I I I don't know. I am trending more towards hopeful um, myself, but like it, it definitely it we as a not just a country, but a world are very much at a, at a tipping point. And mm-hmm. like, it, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I, I do like the way that things are trending too. Cause I think you see, you, you're seeing people who are, are speaking out who didn't speak out before about, and not just this, but about, you know, about politics and about social issues and just, mm-hmm. you know, just being a good person mm-hmm. um, that weren't doing it before. And mm-hmm. like, as shitty as it is to say it, it I, like, maybe this pandemic was great for us. <laughs> like, like it, it, it made us all pause and think yeah. about where we are. Yep. And, yeah. and, and I hate that we've lost in this country, 150 K plus at the time Get of this, this recording. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and in even more worldwide. And I hate that it's a, it's going to get worse. Yep. Um, but like, this is the this is the pause that I think we all needed to really be like, how the hell did we get here? And mm-hmm. it has and, shown. Oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no I didn't sorry. mean to interrupt I, you. I, no, I just I, I mean it's it's it, it, it's really made us take stock, and I think it's going to continue to. And it's great that it's happening now in an election year where yep. things are so are, are so crucial about you know, us saying, this is where we are. This is how we got here. And yep. where we go from here is up to us. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, so, yeah. it's, it, it, this whole experience. And I do think honestly that yes, there has been some tragedy, real tragedy and more tragedy is coming. I do think in the grand scheme of things, I think it is going to be good for us because this whole thing has caused us every single individual to call into sharp focus. What does and doesn't matter. You know, like, what are you missing right now? What are you looking forward to? What are you relieved to have gone without? Because it's never going to go back to exactly what it was. Never, ever. Right. I, I don't know what it's going to look like, but, you know, like, we're not going to immediately go back to, all right, well, nine to five, 40-hour work weeks, wear a suit again. Like, it, no, it, thank we're you. not, yeah. you know? 
Right. Um, but, and it, never in history it, has there been, you know, has there been a moment where we could really point out and be like, this is where things changed. Yeah. It's a watershed. Five a years from yeah. yep. five years from now, 10 years, 20, whatever, you are going to be able to definitively look back no matter where we are in the future and say, yep. that was the moment it all changed. Yep. Sure. Like we were there and now we're here. Yeah. And, yeah. and I will, I will say this y'all, um, dear listener, you know, the real battles in November, man, that's mm-hmm. why I was saying like, it's okay to take a breath. I, I understand you could get ally fatigue. Believe me, uh, activism fatigue. It's difficult because I right. sort of live it every day. You know, right. it's fine to take a rest, but understand in November, your country needs you. Need you. This is uh, Minas 100%. Tirith. The battle of our time is mm-hmm. in November. Yep, Clear yep. the bench because mm-hmm. they are going to, fucking cheat yep. check yep. your registration do what you got to do show up and do your duty to save your nation otherwise yep. i cannot express this enough we are well and truly fucked well one thing that we should talk about like you know you're talking about getting out and voting basically like mm-hmm. in and we're lucky we're in california and in mm-hmm. california you can vote by mail without a reason and in a lot of states you have to have a reason and you know, and so one of the reasons, like, but COVID is a valid reason. So like, you know, our, our listeners in Alabama and things like that should know, um, they, the, um, they can use COVID as a reason to, to vote by mail and they should, they absolutely should. Here's my turn to say my conspiracy thing. And here is what I think the play is. I think the play is there. The reason why they're demonizing and defunding the post office now, oh, we lost something. Oh, we lost, okay. we lost Jake. We lost a wild Jake. He'll, he'll pop back in in a second. The reason why we are demonizing the post office now and defunding the post office now and everything is unraveling is because they are going to call a nationwide lockdown in late October or early November. We mm-hmm. won't be able to get to the polls. We won't be able to vote effectively. The election sure. will be skewed, and that is how he wins. That's the play. No. I hope I'm wrong. I I, yeah. I I personally think you're right because also like you know and with I'm I'm a little bit on that conspiracy spectrum too where I I kind of have a pessimistic lens that I see things through you know which tends to make you skew like to look towards things that like speak to that sort of emotion in you mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I think is coming is food shortages and yep. I think you know I think that like because of the like the the furloughs and the layoffs and just the lack of being able to have the manpower in the field right now, I think there's going to be some. I, I don't I don't know if it's going to like you know I I am hanging on the middle class by the, the skin of my teeth. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to like how that's going to hit the middle class, mm-hmm. but I worry about those less fortunate. So I you know and I've been telling everybody that works with me and is employed with me and sort of under me in any shape fashion or form save your fucking money right now because like i think it's going to be really really hard coming up very soon uh jake's going to hop back on in one second b dave the last piece is basically you say whatever you want to say and just Mm -hmm. close out the show that's the last things that we hear uh when we besides our outro so whatever you want to say anything you want to it could be about stuff we've talked about it could be about your your uh your gofundme it could be about Mm -hmm. any of that stuff It's all, the floor is yours, B-Dave. All right. So the last word, dear listener, a couple of things. I would say more than anything, in the midst of all this difficulty and chaos and confusion, just remember that life is good. Uh, The world is still good. 
Um, we are on a dangerous trajectory as a nation, but I think America is still good. And the promise that it holds, the fact that even we can have these conversations is still good. Um, it is fine that we can get together and nerd out about wrestling and video games and still talk about things that matter because that's life. Um, I would say take a break if you need one it don't get inundated by the like negativity of everything but do stay informed and do stay engaged and remember whenever you can vote with your wallet uh it is a difficult time not everybody has a lot of extra money laying around i know i myself have had plenty of times in my life that i didn't have five extra dollars but if you can do something support a creator support a project like my indiegogo pending when you listen to this uh, or uh, do donate to a worthy cause the bail project is good just something that resonates with who you are and what you believe and most importantly most importantly vote and encourage everyone you know to vote we cannot sit this one out again the final battle of our time is in november so uh clear the bench get in there do whatever you can do uh you're great and i love you i'm ed b dave walters on twitter my dms are open perfect that was beautiful Thank yeah. you so much, B. Dave. He's done, I joined Jake. You can... at the last second. Dude, my internet just crapped out. B. Dave was making this real profound thing. He was like, because, uh, you know, uh, meanwhile or however, and I was like, well, he's taking a real dramatic real dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> Although like, you were kind of like, oh, yeah, it fits, I guess. I, I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I, I get it. You can't really – overstate the importance of all this but like he's really hamming it up like you thought i, I went know. full kirk i went full yeah kirk. Like, you can't kirk. <laughs> take a dramatic pause and then not that's right I love it. Yeah. yeah well b exactly. Dave, thank you so much brother and it's been good to see you and it's always a pleasure to talk with you we'll do this again soon and yeah if jake and i can ever get around to watching the andre the giant we'll definitely hit you back up about all this man and i, I realize time is at a premium but legit it's it will be some of the like best spent 90 minutes of your life i'm telling well, you like every it's, it, all my <laughs> my family's out of town for like uh, i think just tonight is the only night i have left by myself that's the only time i get to watch tv so a lot online. of porn no i get it you gotta like so something in the much. but i mean like when you're rehydrating Actually, like in between i've watched onward twice and cried <laughs> that's yeah. all i've done mm -hmm. it's so wow. good it's so good mm -hmm. anyway mm -hmm. uh i love you man and please be careful out there and if you need anything i'm we're always here for you anything absolutely you, we, we we owe you everything for playing the chief Anytime, yes. man. I'd do it again. I hope 100%. we get to I hope I hope we oh. get to do that prequel. All right. So I'm gonna get out of you guys here. All right, fantastic. Dave. Thanks, brother. All right, talk we'll to you see soon. You soon. Okay, bye. bye. Good luck today. Thank you. Bye. Outro time. All right. Go. Go. No, you, I, you don't have to you don't have to signify. We just talk, man. On your mark, get set, outro. Does the finger oh. help? No, it doesn't. Finger well, helps me. It if you depends know what I mean. on what we're talking about. Yeah. There. Hey! <laughs> oh, of all the times to be on the same page, that's not when I was hoping it would be. Fingers um, and butts. Uh, that was a great episode. I assume that the last five minutes of it were great. Uh, honestly, it was the best five minutes uh, I've had on the show. I had a, I had a feeling, yeah. Um, but it's real great. I, I love B Dave. B Dave's such a good dude. He's go, like, go, go yeah. support his go Indiegogo. Support, his thing for sure. support everything that he does. He's a great dude. Uh, and and, and yeah, he literally cut out this this time for us in the day because he is 
he is like the rest of the day like like dungeon mastering and game mastering games all day right. and just like he's just such a solid guy and just such a creative force that like anything that man puts his mind to is going to be high quality stuff and it's going to be things yeah. that you're going to enjoy to watch and participate in if you're lucky yeah. enough to get to do that but you uh, just just support be dave he's he's like be his bra sure sure uh be our bra go subscribe and and give us a, a review i don't oh, really care is, how many that stars is a it lopsided is bra. it uh, it is it's a wonky bra uh one headlights uh, one headlights out um but uh, Wait, yeah are you, are you calling me dim is that what you're calling yeah, me that's exactly what i'm calling you and you picked up on it so maybe you're not as so dim as i thought now who's the brightest bulb in the box oh boy the You're the sharpest, sharpest crayon in the tool chest. Who's not something. as dumb as a bag of hammers? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, why do you have a another, bag of hammers? Uh, an, another, um, another great episode in the books. This one, though, they might hang this one in the Smithsonian. You know. I I don't want you to put that part in. I'm gonna. I'm in control. I'm in okay. control, Daryl. You, you're frozen again. Am I really? Oh, now you... Oh, I get it. You're not frozen. You're in slow motion, and now it's like you're catching up. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really uh, creepy. Maybe I was just also pausing for dramatic effect. I for example, thank you... Now you're caught up. ...for listening. What's crazy is you get the like weird Matrix voice thing, too, that like that... ...thing... Okay, we're going to stop now. Bye. Thanks for listening to this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Toodles.